Welcome back to That Stupid Fantasy Football Show. I am Tim, here today with Adam. What's up, Adam? Hello. <laughs> Hello. It is uh, Thursday, September 23rd. Week 3 is about to kick off here in the 2021 wow. season. Uh, we're recording this on Thursday afternoon before the Thursday night game. Yeah. Which I think is like some kind of stinker tonight, right? Was no, no, I got I got some boys. I got some boys playing. Not a stinker for fantasy. Carolina Houston. Okay. Well, it's kind of a stinker for fantasy. <laughs> no, I mean I think a lot of people probably have McCaffrey, DJ Moore, uh in Houston, Brandon Cooks. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. So maybe only three players relevant. So maybe it is yeah. a stinker. I don't know. It's not a stinker for me. I'm excited about seeing McCaffrey and DJ Moore go crazy. Yeah. Sam Darnold's been playing uh, sort of surprisingly well so far. I just think, you know, the bar was pretty low there. I mean, they had, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they had Cam when, you know, Cam was great when he was, you know, young, then he ran into some injuries. Um, Ended up like I was it was funny. I was talking to a Panthers fan over the weekend. He was like the big thing. It wasn't even that he lost the step in terms of not being as fast. He like did like a keto diet and lost like 10 or 15 pounds of muscle and uh, just wasn't as powerful as he used to be, too. So it's just and then they got then they had just a bunch of randoms and then Teddy Bridgewater was actually playing pretty well for Denver. Yeah, he is. He didn't play that bad last year, too. I actually watched a decent bit of him because I had drafted him. See, I thought he played bad last year. I don't think he did. He's just conservative. He uh, he throws the ball well. Like he's kind of a short guy, um, but he runs yeah. okay. Like like maybe the bar's low there too, though. It's like oh, he's not terrible. It's almost like Tyrod Taylor, you know. Like nobody was drafting Texans like a month ago because yeah. I, it was almost like people didn't expect them to score a single fantasy point. Like you couldn't give Brandon Cooks to someone. I, I told you, remember, we were talking through your draft and you got Brandon Cooks. I said, that's yeah. a good pick. That guy is, oh. that, he's, the only, he's the guy there. Yeah, especially I got him in like the uh, 10th or later in that draft. Totally. I mean, but, and I'm not, and I passed on him like nine we'll times see this or week whatever. with uh, what's his face playing? Because isn't Tyrod out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did get him in the tenth round. Davis yeah, Mills Ty- or whatever. Davis Mills is the quarterback this Thursday. This Thursday is a big stinker. Um, yeah, the first one of the season. But, uh, but who knows? It could still be, be a good game. Yeah, who it knows? Could be it could fun. be like a shootout or something. Maybe yeah. not. Probably not with Davis Mills. Man, it's not going to be. We had we had luck. That. Really good luck two Thursdays in a row to start the yeah. season. <laughs> Carolina's favored by eight. The Sunday night game, not the this Sunday, but the Sunday before was really good too. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, and the Ravens uh Chiefs game was great. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's it's been it's been a fun season so far. It has. It sure has. Uh surprises. Cooper Cup, number one in fantasy. That's a little bit of a surprise. Number one as a receiver so far. That's uh, a shock. Uh I mean it's two weeks. He had a re- he had a really shocker. Big, he had a really big week. And I know the only reason you're talking about it is because you own them. So okay, okay. Uh, and your team, and your team's named after him. 
I happen to be just taking a trip around the league and looking uh-huh. at uh, the number one players at each position, and Cooper Cup is the number one wide receiver in a full-point PPR league. What am I supposed to do? Ignore that? Just because I own him? Uh, you don't have to ignore it. You don't have to lead the show <laughs> off with it. Did I? Did I lead the show? We're four minutes in. Fuck you. Oh, okay. Tyler Lockett. I just know, uh, I just know how you operate. <laughs> you do. That's fair. Uh, Tyler Lockett. Yeah, I, was, I think uh, some people shied away from him because it was like, I feel like every year there's a couple players that get banged up like before week one and they're like week one status is in doubt. And people go, oh, you know, I'm going to pass on him because his week one status is in doubt. I remember like doing a mock and being like, how is this guy still available? And, uh, you know, do you think now is the time to buy low on DK Metcalf? I mean, if anyone would sell him low, sure. But I kind of doubt you'll be able to get that. Um, I think the thing with Tyler Lockett is everyone knows he's going to have these boom weeks and everyone's there for them. There are going to be weeks where he disappears, though, and it seems like the fantasy community expected Metcalf to take a big step forward, and he hasn't so far. And so Lockett has picked up that slack and uh, delivered a 27-point game and a 32-point game. He goes through stretches like this. He has for seasons. He, He can't keep this up the whole season. No, 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 no. Um, yeah, I probably not. Uh, but like, I still think he can be a top 10 wide receiver if he's the number one guy week to week on that team. Um, even if he's not, even if he's not, even, every week. not, even if he's not, but I do think, uh, not only the fantasy community is focused, like, you know, was like, okay, this is DK Metcalf's year. I think the NFL community is saying that too and they're like if we can get rid of this guy we'll let tyler lockett have his if we can buckle down on him mm-hmm. maybe buckle down on um you know the tight end take those guys out and force lockett to beat us then maybe that's what we'll see more from defenses when they play right. the seahawks so who knows but yeah um i think he was another guy that people probably could have got a little bit later in drafts and kind of stole him yeah would you sell high on him? On Tyler Lockett? Right yeah. now. Be- okay. Yeah. I mean, if I had a, a depth of issue. receivers. and Yeah. Or like an issue and, at or, running back or something. Right. And no receiver depth problem. Like maybe I had a plethora. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because again, he's not going to keep it up all year. I just don't, you know, I mean, again, just look at his stat, line, stat lines game by game over the past three or four seasons. He does this. Um, and I'm not saying he's going to stop this week. He's probably going to have an awesome week, uh, in Minnesota. Um, but at some point, you know, he's going to get limited. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's always hard, you know, like if you're sitting there, because I feel like now people are starting to, after two weeks, people start to kind of say, okay, this is what my team needs. This is what I want. Or like people start to panic if they're in two, um, you know, or there's people are like, I want to sell high on this guy before there's the drop off. So I feel like now is a really good time to just kind of start testing the waters like I did with you. Um, you know, yeah, some test. What was What was that offer again? Some bullshit uh, offer. It, it was definitely very bullshit. favorable to me. Um, I wouldn't call it bullshit. It was Devonta. It was, it was Devonta, Devonta Smith and Melvin Gordon uh, for Devonta Adams. That's a bullshit offer. Yeah, sure. But it starts somewhere. Why would I give well, you an offer in your favor to start start off with? 
Well, I didn't. I mean, I wouldn't say that. I mean, the goal is fair for both people. Uh, a trade that both that makes sense for both teams. It gives you some depth. You need some running back depth over there. Please, Melvin Gordon, get the fuck out of here. Okay. I ain't trading for Melvin Gordon. Okay. <laughs> what, I like what, Devonta what, Smith, but yeah, I know, I... I know. So here, here we're starting to talk about it. You don't like Melvin Gordon, okay? No, I'm not trading Devonte Adams. Okay. Period. All right. Period. Mid-season. Okay. Why would I do that? I don't know. Unless I'm, you, unless I'm you giving up win. on the season. Yeah, I don't know. You're already oh, oh that's going to help me win? Please, maybe, please maybe. explain how trading for fucking Melvin Gordon's going to help me win. <laughs> and trading away Devontae Adams. I'm not saying I'm not saying that particular trade will help you win. It probably won't. But I'm saying in terms of like there has to be a certain point where you got to say, okay, I have a lack of running back depth and I need to address that. So if someone want to go over my running back depth, I mean, you say, you seems like you've brought it up a couple times now. Let's go over it. Okay. Let's do it in a, in a full point PPR. Let's okay, go over let's my do running it. back depth. Cause you're, you're going to really see if, see if Naheem you can see Hines? the concern in my Naheem, face. Naheem Hines. Come on. Look at the concern in my face. Mike Davis. Come on. Mike Davis is starting this week and I'm not, I'm not shy about it. Okay. Mike, Don't be. Mike Davis is at, at the Giants is a pretty good matchup this oh, week. Oh, and three. Sorry, Mike Davis. <laughs> now you're speculating. Oh, you're starting Mike uh, Davis. So. Mike Davis has had some pretty decent usage. This, this, caught, speaks, this speaks to your running back. He caught seven passes right last week. He caught seven passes last week. He's sure. my third fucking running back in a full point PPR. Third. third. So you got Ezekiel Elliott, Damian Harris, Damian and Mike Harris. Davis. Mike Davis. And I got I got Naheem Hines, who Naheem had a Hines. bad week. Um, Two weeks in a row. Because, no, he didn't have a bad week one. He had 14 fantasy points in week one. Eh, he okay. had six catches, six for 48, oh. and nine carries, taking them right away from your boy, Jonathan Taylor. Okay. Nine carries for 34. So what and, about... What and I have about, Kenneth Gainwell, too, who's one injury away from oh, being a Kenneth fantasy Gainwell. top 10 oh, man. receiver or uh, running back. Listen to that deep-ass roster of running backs. Gee, get out Kenneth of Gainwell ranked ranked about 40th this week in a full-point PPR at the running cool. back spot. Cool. What's How, what's uh, Melvin Gordon ranked? I I wouldn't know because I don't own him anywhere because he's if you have uh, it up. about 35 years old. 35. <laughs> let me pull it up what's his uh let me pull this stupid what's his guy. name that's melvin Gordon. You're, oh you're not starting him oh yeah he's ranked 32 so go fuck yourself you and your melvin gordon can go fuck yourselves okay <laughs> he would be my fourth running back so you you really want me to trade for a fourth running back I'm just trying to open up the who, see see what your who you even admitted last week oh was only good in his week one stat line because of one long run. <laughs> Otherwise, he was like he was like ten for thirty with no touchdowns. Get the fuck out of here! Trying to give me your trash and call it gold. All right, hey, you're owing too. I don't know how desperate you are. I hope the rest of the league is listening to these bullshit offers that you're sending. instead of starting a conversation that did the opposite that made me rebel and say i don't want to deal with this piece okay let's let's stop being irrational here um (laughs) what would you want for Devontae adams i told you i don't want to make a trade deal with you after that offer oh my god you're being irrational you are what do you really expect me to trade Devontae adams no i just three because i'm owing two Maybe in a in a team in a in a fucking twelve team league where six teams make the playoffs. <laughs> Give me a break. 
Oh man, I can't wait till you lose this week with Mike Davis. <laughs> hey, that's a possibility, you know. I, and I'll tell you what, I'll I'm more likely to to not sell a guy like Devontae Adams because I'm panicking, but sell a guy because I'm looking towards the future and buying draft picks or young players who yeah. are injured. Yeah, I think Devontae Smith, I mean, obviously Melvin Gordon was the trash part of that trade, but like Devontae mm-hmm. Smith is somebody who's intriguing. He's, you know, obviously a rookie. You know, he's a guy that has a lot of potential. Um, did have a down week last week, but the whole offense kind of did as a whole. Um, yeah. I think that's a little bit of an outlier. Although they have, they have a, he has a decent matchup this week. So we'll see if he bounces back. Maybe next week he'll have carry more weight, carry more value. But I think him with, you know, a running back that's of more value than Melvin Gordon and a draft pick wouldn't be completely unreasonable for a guy like Devontae Adams. Let's say if you're 0 and 5, you know. Okay. Well, let's, let's just go over this real quick. Okay. Let's play a quick little game. Who's got more fantasy points? Devonta Smith or Quentin oh, Cephas? Uh, Quentin Cephas. Quintez Cephas. Quintez Cephas. <laughs> yes, Quintez Cephas. Let's play Ding. this game. Why don't we play this game at the end of the year instead of two <laughs> weeks in? Because he had, and we just said he had a down week. De- Devonta Smith or Braxton Berrios? <laughs> Not playing this game. I just want to just want to point out that's the good part of that trade. That's the good part of that trade. So okay. Good. We're, this is a great start to the show, by the way. Best show ever. <laughs> it's a good part. It is a good part. That's right. It's the upside uh, part. Yeah. Um, any other surprises so far this season or people that you think you should buy low on or sell high at this point? Um, I think right now is your last chance to buy low on Saquon Barkley. Oh, yeah. Um, I think that's something if you have an idiot in your league that has Saquon Barkley and like is frustrated by him or maybe they're own two because of him, um, you know, catch somebody on their emotions there. I think that's a good buy low guy. Um, George Kittle, I think is a, a decent buy low guy right now. Um, although I think it would be hard to get him from anybody because unless you have a decent enough tight end to package with somebody to get him. Right. Um, because I'm assuming the off. person that drafted George Kittle probably didn't draft a good backup or draft a backup at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so I mean, that would be a good deal. I've you noticed two of them. I've noticed in some leagues in like shorter leagues, like 10 team leagues and stuff where Logan Thomas was floating around. Um, so if you don't have a really good tight end and, He's floating around like, or I've noticed a lot of people that own Logan Thomas have another good tight end. Cause he's right there. It was right there at that fringe. I think he's maybe a guy to buy low on, even though he's had two decent weeks. Um, I think maybe yeah, he's, he's done. Okay. I think he's a tight end to potentially target. If you feel like you don't have a tight end that's startable right now, if you want to trade, um, yeah. I feel like most people are probably like Logan Thomas owners probably have another tight end. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I wonder what's going on over there in Washington. Uh, Tyler Haneke is he played really well with Logan Thomas. I think he played really well with Logan Thomas last year. Um, last year, yeah. So in this past week, they had a full game together. Logan Thomas five for forty five on seven targets. He had a long of twenty four. That's not bad. It's not bad. Uh, I mean, if that's your 45. floor, that's not bad. Um, but well, I think I guess he, it's not though. 
right? Because because week one he was three for thirty on three targets, and that was with but did, I thought, Fitzpatrick and Haneke. Yeah, but that was with uh, the quarterback change. Now they've got full rhythm. They've had practices together, um, yeah. and they played together last year. I think um, that's the concern: is is a low amount of pass attempts in Washington potentially? You know, I don't know. I mean, it seems like they're passing it quite a bit. They passed it quite a bit last week. Yeah, week one only twenty one pass attempts. But th- that's you can't. I think you got to throw week one out, and you got to look at maybe the next couple of weeks because I'm throwing week, week two out. Well, week one you had a, in, a quarterback injury. It's hard to even, yeah. and it was a it was a low scoring, weird defense game sort of thing. But I think I, I think there'll be plenty. I don't think they're just going to pound the ball with Gibson. If that's no, real. no, yeah, I don't think that's no, no, happen. I don't think so. Um, I, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know, uh, what they're going to do. I, I don't think Heineke, Heineke looked great on Monday night. He, uh, basically preempted that intercept that like terrible interception that he threw by like his previous 10 throws. They were right into traffic and they look, yeah. they look like they should have been intercepted almost every single one of them. I thought, yeah. um, it was like I was watching that game, being like, "How is this guy not throwing an interception yet?" And then he threw a an awful, awful one um, when he had Gibson open. Uh, that was inexplicable. But on the other on the other side of that coin, he, Heineke made a great throw to uh, Ricky Seals Jones, I believe it was, in the end zone for a touchdown in that game versus the Giants last week. So he's kind of a a gamer. He's he almost is like Ryan Fitzpatrick in a way to me. Um, where he even rushed a few times, four times, only six yards. But Fitzpatrick was never really shy on, uh, you know, running, and he was a better athlete than anticipated. I think that's true with Henneke as well. Um, And again, I think he he was just throwing the ball into traffic. Like I, they're lucky to win. They were really lucky to have won that game versus the Giants. Yeah, no, I I agree. I just think that the numbers are there for Logan Thomas, and I think right now, like I'm in a league where I have. Um, Higby and Gerald Everett and they both had really down weeks last week so I'm like oh boy like you know I I just don't know what to do so I think I'm just going to hold on to them see if one of them booms this week I'm going to play Everett I mean I'm going to play Higby Higby yeah I'm going to start Higby and see what happens but I think after that uh, I know there's a you know a team that has Kyle Pitts and Logan Thomas. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm going to try to maybe go for Logan Thomas there. Um, and I scooped Logan Thomas off the waiver wire in another like uh, league. That's a, was surprised he was there wow. uh, on the yeah, waiver is, wire. Yeah. Um, it's a bit of a surprise. Who did you drop for him? If you don't mind me. I, I dropped, um, was it Juwan Johnson, the guy on mm-hmm. uh, the saints? Yeah. Um, I realized that like he did have two touchdowns week one, but I realized it's, he's kind of touchdown dependent and he's yes, not getting all definitely. the targets there. Troutman's getting more targets there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also had John Smith who hasn't been doing much. So, um, so yeah, again, Logan Thomas in that league is definitely upgrade. I'm excited about that. Um, right. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I just saw him as when I'm looking at the tier of uh, tight ends, it's hard to get one of those elite tight ends away from people. So I was just looking at him. I Logan Thomas seemed to be kind of in that range where I feel like you could still get him. Maybe if somebody has another decent tight end with him. Yeah. And I think you're right that the best is still yet to come with him. He's right now. I think he's only the sixth. 
He's ranked six as a, at the tight end position in fantasy after two weeks in a full point PPR. Yeah. And it's not been super impressive. He yeah. did have a touchdown in week one, which was good. That helped his stat line, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So he hasn't disappointed too much. Uh, but he's I, maybe underwhelmed a little bit, but so I say by low. Yeah. I, this is a good one. This is a good one. No, I talked you into it. You did. Um, Gronk, is Gronk a sell high? I mean, I don't see, he definitely can't keep up this touchdown pace. (laughs) Um, But the team's cooking. The team is cooking, man. They look good. Yeah, what is this, 2011 with uh, Kelsey and and Gronk or at the uh, top of the fantasy tight end board here? Or or 2013? It's it's wild. It's wild. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I guess you would be so. I just don't know how. Um, depending on who else you have at tight end, I don't know how you could trade him. Just because tight right. end is so, it's just not a deep pool. Although, I mean, I mean there has been guys that have been playing pretty well. Like Hawkinson's been playing well. Noah Fant's been yeah. playing pretty well. Like it's a little deeper than it was maybe last year. Um, maybe, but, um, but I, I, I would I would have a hard time getting rid of Gronk right now unless like the offer was so incredible and I got a tight end that was startable. Now, what if you drafted uh, Logan Thomas and you, you know, imagined he was going to be your starter, but you took Gronk late in the draft as a flyer. Maybe he'll work into something. And now you got legit trade bait. Would you just roll with Gronk? Maybe sell Logan Thomas or would you sell high on Gronk? And I I think I would. It depends on where my depth issues were. Like if I had depth issues at running back or wide receiver, like quarterback, even like, I would, you know, start fielding offers for Gronk because, I mean, man, I feel like you would get a shitload back at this point. And I think, yeah, you could. I think, uh, like, if I like, if I had some wide receiver issues and I could get, you know, if I could take one of my like wide receiver threes in that league and pair them with Gronk and get like a wide receiver one or two, then I might think about doing that. Especially having Logan Thomas, I think that would make my team better in the long run and more consistent yeah. right i think i would do that but i it, it would really have to be a good offer at this point because gronk is playing great he is like yeah, i wouldn't just be... like it, you'd have to literally sell high not just like oh i could upgrade a little bit at this position because i have depth here mm-hmm. um yeah i would Anybody... say i yeah. would say yeah i would say it, on the right offer, I would sell him if I had a, a guy like Logan Thomas, too. Gotcha. And uh, what about Kyler Murray? He's playing out of his mind so far, huh? Yeah, I just think that's who he is <laughs> with those He's wide just receivers. That good. Yeah, and with that, like with that offense, like they have two like decent running backs. Uh, I would say Chase Edmonds is probably better than decent. Um, mm-hmm. They got. You know, they have one of the best wide receivers in the league, Hopkins, and they have Kirk. Um, and then their rookie they have was it Rondell Jones, that's his name. Rondell Moore, yeah. He's Rondell Moore, yeah, Rondell Moore. Uh he's he looks fantastic with Kirk with that whole offense. Like, man, he's I think Kyler Murray might be the best quarterback fantasy wise in the league this year, the way they're playing. Yeah, he's playing really well. He's uh, incredibly elusive. 
um, when they're trying to bring him down, there was, you know, some several clips over the past couple of weeks where he just, uh, cannot be caught in the backfield. Yeah. And then he just has a cannon. <laughs> he does have a great arm, but now he's only run for 51 yards so far. Uh, but he's, he's had like, he's had like yards. amazing, he had like a 400 yard passing game. Um, well, I'm, it, I'm not complaining about the the fantasy points because he's I think had the rushing one. yards. I think the rushing yards will come. I just don't. I just think he's just had to throw the ball a lot, and they, you know, he's obviously had some open targets, and it's been working. So, I mean, if that's the knock right now, I, would, you know, that's even more exciting knowing that he'll run the ball more going forward too. Right. So. Uh, Man, yeah, man. I can't. He's really good. I can't <laughs> knock his completion percentage. He is uh, leading the league in interception. Or actually, he's close, tied for second, lead uh, in the uh, league lead in interceptions behind Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson. But obviously, that's kind of a young quarterback stat. Uh, Justin Herbert also with three. Joe Burrow also with three, and then old man Matt Ryan, who is uh, man, he might be shuffling his way out of the league in the next couple of seasons. Yeah, it's but, too bad. Yeah, he's he's been a great a great player. And Patriots maybe per- Patriots really broke that team. <laughs> yeah, that uh, that Super Bowl was uh, that that was sort of like a sliding doors moment, right? I mean, how many if you replay that game at twenty one to three, that's going to happen twenty eight to three. Twenty. It was twenty eight to three. Yeah, what did I say? Twenty one. Oh, 21. Yeah, 28 to 3 at uh, in the third quarter with like 5 6 minutes to go in the third quarter. I mean, you replay that 99 more times and I think the Falcons win 99 of those at this point. So, Man, maybe not. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I yeah. I still think Calvin Ridley maybe is a buy low guy right now. Maybe people are a little worried that he, you know, Matt Ryan's done and you know, he's, but I just, I just think, I mean, I guess maybe you couldn't buy low. He's had some good weeks because he keeps on getting touchdowns, but yeah, he hasn't had the yards and the receptions as much as like where he was being drafted. Yeah. It's kind of disappointing. He's got 12 catches for a hundred and what's that? 114 yards and one touchdown on 18 targets. So average that out six receptions under 60 yards and maybe a touchdown. Like that's not where you drafted him for him to be putting up those numbers. But I do think maybe he's a guy that, uh, you know, if a team is running into depth issues and has a lot of wide receivers, maybe he's a guy you could get a little bit cheaper Mm -hmm. than where you drafted him than where he was drafted. I'd be interested to see if anyone can, uh, can pull any trades for Calvin Ridley at this point. I mean, Ryan is so used to just kind of peppering one or two guys. You know, we've seen that like for a decade now. Yeah. Um, you know, going back to Tony Gonzalez, Roddy White, Julio Jones. Um, and now Ridley seems to be that guy. But I don't think Ridley is is like the game breaker talent that Julio or even Roddy White was. Um, no. So I... Yeah, no, no, but no. I think he's a very good player. But he's yeah. a little bit more of a possession guy. Yeah, but I do, I do think he can have those big games where he has like nine receptions, a hundred plus yards, and a touchdown or two. 
Yeah, we haven't seen it yet this season, but I'm sure it's early. Coming. But that's why I say it. maybe maybe he's a potential by low ish guy. Um, yeah, I, I can't think of anybody in terms of like selling high because it's just mm-hmm. so early. And I feel like if somebody's had two really good mm-hmm. games, you don't really want to sell them. What about Marquise Brown? who's had two good games for the Ravens, six catches for 69 yards and a touchdown on six targets in week one, and then six catches for 113 yards and a touchdown on 10 targets in week two. Yeah, yeah. I I think he's just going to have a good year. I think this is kind of maybe his breakout year. Seems Um, like it, huh? But but I do still worry, unless someone's going to give you a really good deal for him, like – I just worry that there is still a little bit of the boomer bust, but he's looking like, like almost like he's kind of taking targets away from Mark Andrews too. Um, yeah. Andrews hasn't yeah. been doing too well. Yeah. For so maybe, purposes. maybe this is his breakout year. Um, that's what I'm saying. Like it's so hard to like say, yeah, sell high. I know this guy will not be good this year it, because you know, if they, especially if they've had two impressive games, it's hard. I'll tell you what, I would definitely sell high on him. Okay. Um, because um, Rashad Bateman is going to come back at some point. I, okay. A, uh, you you know, sold me on that. I would say, yeah, yeah, sell high on him. Because Brown right now is, you know, he's scored about as many points as Tyreek Hill. You know, he is the eighth. Well, Tyreek Hill uh, had a really um, sucky game. Yeah, but he's scored more. Uh, Marquise Brown has scored more than Brandon Cooks, the aforementioned. Aforementioned. And uh, Sterling Shepard, who's also um, sort of had a great surprise start to the season uh, for the Giants. So, and then Mike Williams, too. I think that's another potential. Mike Williams is candidate. a potential so high candidate, too. I totally agree. Although, once again, this could be his breakout year, but I see what you're saying in terms of, you know, you don't want to bet on a breakout year. You want to trade him for a guy you know is going to be consistently good. Um, yeah, if you can. Yeah. And I don't know anything's gonna anything that's going to change there. He seems like he's playing well. So, I mean, honestly, I don't know if anyone's going to give you anything for uh, Mike Williams either. Eight for 82 and a touchdown, seven for 91 and a touchdown. 12 it's the targets. targets. 10 it's targets. the targets. Yeah, it's the tar- 22 yeah, targets. An- 22 targets in two games is encouraging. Yeah, that's an awesome amount of targets yeah. uh, from a great quarterback in a offense that isn't afraid to throw the ball. Really so good quarterback. He, okay, a, a very good quarterback. You're right. He's young, young. He's gonna yeah. be very. He's gonna be great. Yeah. Um, I know everyone kind of overdoes it with how great he is at this point, uh, but he is very good. And uh, yeah, I mean, if you if you can't get something really good for Mike Williams and you want to trade him, then just hang on to him and play him because he's going to be fine. Yeah. But I do agree with him being a sell high. I think it's, that's maybe the bubble there of guys that like haven't broken out and haven't had a really good year, but have had two really good games. I would say I would put in the category of sell high. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he's been around for a while. I think this is his fourth or fifth season in the league. Yeah. He hasn't had very solid quarterback play though. No, now he's got, and he had one, and he had one year where he was injured quite a bit. Yeah, now yeah. he's got a great quarterback. <laughs> but no, this is yeah, this is his fifth season, and he's played ten games uh, at least each each season. Never surpassed fifty catches, so he looks well on his way there uh, this season. Last one, Debo Samuel, is he a sell high? I think you have to. He's in that category. He, I mean, he had that really good. <laughs> he had that. Whoa, he had that really good first year. 
um, and then was injured most of last year. And then even when he wasn't injured, it looked like Brandon Ayuk was the guy. Brandon Ayuk is a little banged up. You know, hasn't really done anything yet. Um, so yeah, I think sell high kind of in the thing of Bateman coming back for the Ravens. I think when Ayuk is fully healthy, maybe he gets a little bit more play. Also, you know, maybe this is a Jimmy Garoppolo connection. Who's to say Jimmy Garoppolo is the quarterback come, you know, week seven or eight. True. Um, so That's yeah, true. I would say that with the uncertainty around him, then yeah, I would say sell high, but it could be one of those things, um, where, he has just an amazing year. Yeah, with Debo, I'll say I just I would say sell high because I don't think he's going to stay healthy. And you know, if I'm polled, I'd probably say that about every single player yeah. uh, in the NFL, maybe except for uh, the quarterbacks. Um, but uh, Debo's got a pretty pretty uh, consistent track record of getting hurt, and apparently he went to the sidelines with a cramp in the game versus the Eagles. So. You might have dodged a bullet there. Um, but right now he's the third highest point-scoring receiver in uh, PPR scoring. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd say sell him if you yeah, can. That monster first game. Yeah, and to your point about Trey Lance, absolutely. Kittle has barely gotten involved uh, so far this season. Ayuk really hasn't. Zero yeah. chance Debo can keep up this uh, top three uh, yeah. pace. Yeah, I would say definitely sell high. So we found some. We found some we in there. Good. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> I'm patting myself on the back right now. <laughs> Good. No. Okay. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. I hope you enjoy week three. We will be back next week. And uh, go win your games. Bullshit.